Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. This is Uncle CB here, and I've got Victor Speck on the other side. Yo, 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 what's good, guys? All right, guys. Um, I hope you guys all had a fantastic holiday um, or a great Christmas if you celebrate Christmas um, and uh, enjoyed some turkey, chicken, eggnog, Baileys, chocolate. All you can eat buffet, you know. So uh, I hope you guys all did that because mashed potato, mashed potato, gravy, because um, it so far has been a decent uh, holiday. Yes, yeah, it's man. been it's been okay. It's been not too bad. Yeah, you know the funny thing. This season I didn't actually get uh, stuffed. Usually I get like super super stuffed. No, I I, 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 I kept it to a to but, a light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know what happened. I just didn't. I didn't feel it that much, you mm. know. But those meat pies were good, though. Oh, those meat pies were nice. Yo, what the you guys... The jollof rice was nice, though. Yeah, it was good. It was I good. made it. I know you did. Yeah. It was a little bit uh, too sticky, though. You guys need to make it a little bit... Um, yeah. More jollofy, less sticky. Yeah, I think so. But so, it's your first time, yeah. you know? Well, good job, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the meat pie, where did you guys order the meat pie from? Uh, I think it was from... Uh, Joyce's. Joyce's? No, no, no. Uh, Merlin. Merlin. Merlin's Kitchen. Oh, Auntie Merlin. Yeah, Merlin. Yo, okay. So, um, I, I need to order some meat pies from her, but once I get down my cholesterol, yeah. I'm going to start ordering from her again, but for now, I have to... Uh, but make sure you confirm with uh, uh, the and where they got it from. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn. Because I think, I think it was Merlin's. Either Merlin's or Flavors, whichever one. Bro, the meat pies were fire. Yeah. You know, meat pies were fire. Yeah. But I didn't I didn't eat a lot. I was shocked. You know, usually I would have been smashing a lot of the food, but I didn't eat a lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe it's because of the keto diet that I did for a little bit and then it's changed my outlook to how much I eat and all that. But that's possible. Yeah, it's possible. I just keep it still at like thing like five meals a day and I keep it moving. Five meals, a, bro. What, man. three three meals? I think I eat like three yeah. heavy meals I eat and like two snacks. I think I eat, I well, if you're looking at that right away, but yeah. I ate um, uh, ate some salad this morning, mm-hmm. and uh, that's about it, with some bread. Well, I ate some bread later on, so yeah. anyway. But we'll see how things go. Anywho, we're not going to be talking about food today, um, but, uh, you know, I hope you guys all had a good holiday. Yeah. There's been some games that have happened throughout the the, the Premier League. Uh, do do Christmas uh, uh, schedule um, and his wildness, but uh, in that same uh, what they call it in that same breath, uh, there's been there's been some real real uh, crazy crazy um, uh, matches uh, so far. I won't say it's that crazy though, you know. Anyway, I, w- I wouldn't say it's that crazy. Mm-hmm. I would say it's been, uh, what they call it, uh, uh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Be- because as of right now speaking, Manchester United is second. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was. Um, it was not going to be achieved. It was definitely going to be achieved. Like I, I honestly saw this coming, man. <laughs> I, I've always warned people. Whenever they're counting Manchester United out, to just wait till they start being consistent because that is just where the most dead, deadliest parts of but the, use out. The thing is, we're not really consistent though, because over the weekend we played against Leicester and then we we tied two two, mm-hmm. a game that, in my opinion, was a very good game back and forth. Yeah. Um, United actually go, went for it. Mm-hmm. We were going it was for toe the, to toe. Yeah. yeah, it was toe to toe, and then 
we uh, somehow managed to uh, lose it in the last little bit there. Like we, mm -hmm. had, you know, uh, Socha brought on uh, Tuan Zebe, and he had uh, uh, you know Bayi playing, mm -hmm. and they still managed to score with Maguire too as well. Yeah, you know, we we had good defenders on mm -hmm. the on the on the game, and I mean Vardy got a deflected goal, yeah. and he still managed to score. But that's usually that's that's the thing with. Uh, with Leicester, right? Because Brendan Rodgers moves in pattern play, right? So he knows yep. he he's his style is pretty much based on breaking down defenses that are not really. Like I know he sits sometimes, right? Yeah. But but when they attack, if you watch the way they play, mm -hmm. they're on some serious pattern play. Oh yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And uh, I think that's um, one of the reasons why they've actually been actually quite successful right now in the Europa League. Yeah, because I I seem I seem to watch them a lot in the Europa League and. When they're breaking teams down, yeah. <laughs> it's no joke, man. Yeah. Like I, I, it's almost identical to the way City was two years ago, where they would break down teams, right? Mm. And um, and how they do it too is like just one, two, 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 and then before you know it, they're in your box, and Jamie Vardy's there, the Moslito is yeah. <laughs> gonna bury it, right? So, um, but yeah, that was a that was a good game. It was actually it's actually pretty tight. Um, toe to toe for sure. Even though sometimes like you guys were being pegged back and so were they, so it was like you gotta go back, go back counter, go back counter. It's kind of like that, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, it made for an, a very interesting game. I didn't mind watching that. Yeah, you know, it wasn't it wasn't bad. I think uh, you know, Soksha. Uh, I can't complain about his choices. To mm -hmm. be honest, I think the only the only thing I would say is. In some of these games, he needs Van der Beek in a couple of games, yeah. but you know he's proven to be doing things without him. Yeah. But still, that two-two game. Just getting him ready still. Yeah, I think it's just what it is. He has to adapt to the season and he has to adapt to the way that they want to play. Yeah. I don't know how you guys want to play, but <laughs> like, but they have to adapt to it. I don't know either, bro. I think I think social style is aggressive. Like it's it's a bit aggressive. No, no, I think so. Social. I don't know what his style is, yeah. but Solskjaer early on in the season adopted a counter-attack approach, okay. right? But that, that was what he wanted to come in with first, right? He, to start up with. Yeah. The worry was the defense. Mm -hmm. We have Maguire and Lindelof who are super slow, so he has guys like McTominay and Fred yeah. covering the back line, mm -hmm. right? So he's managed, to, um, he's managed to get those guys or try to work on a defensive scheme. It hasn't worked. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest. It has not... He, whatever he's tried to do, it really hasn't worked. We see... You know, maybe against Chelsea, yeah, it worked, but we could have considered a penalty. Yeah. Against uh, City, it worked. Um, against Arsenal, it didn't work because mm -hmm. we considered a penalty. Um, you know, anytime he's tried to, like, hang, hang in games, we've got him, blo we've got him blown out. We, we tried that against um, Paris Saint-Germain at home. Did mm -hmm. not work. Against Leipzig away did not work. Yeah, so he, he's tried that and it's not working. Um, but I think he kind of adapts depending on the type of team. Yeah. So if it's a team that he feels like okay, we can go after, we can put the pressure on, we can be very aggressive against this group. Like for example, Leeds, mm -hmm. uh, they don't have a lot of quality. We can put pressure on them. He does it. Yeah. Uh, Leicester, Leicester are our, on our own level. Mm -hmm. They're a team that can be winning games or the Atina can be losing Losing games, games yeah. they're hit and miss yeah. right so they're the same they, I feel like they're kind of the same the only difference is we have 
quality. We have mm-hmm. quality players, you know, not to insult any Leicester fan, but we have quality players on our team. Mm-hmm. Leicester doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. So when you look at our setup, our setup is designed, um, you know, game by game. You know, who am I playing today? Who am I playing tomorrow? And this is one of the biggest criticisms of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer mm-hmm. is he over-adapts. Yeah. He doesn't have a set methodology on how or approach on how he should do things. Like, for example, you look at Liverpool, they have a set example of how they do things. Mm-hmm. Chelsea, you guys have a set example of how you do things. City, a set example of how you do things. Mm-hmm. And it's easier for you to bet in players. When you buy a player, it's easier for you to bring that player in and then getting used to your system. That is why you have guys like Van der Beek who cannot start a single game on this team mm-hmm. because Van der Beek is more suited to a specific style, style of play mm-hmm. and for specific type of teams, um, he's good when Ole wants to do some you know, some specific stuff. He wants to keep the ball. Yeah. You know, he wants to maybe control the midfield a little bit. Mm-hmm. Special maybe, instructions. Yeah, then yeah. you have Van der Beek there. But if it's like a game where it's like a ragtag, get in their face, heavy metal football, like Leeds mm-hmm. or even Leicester, Van der Beek may not be the guy. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know where to play Van der Beek, yeah, yeah. right? So this is where the issues come up for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer mm-hmm. is I have my team, but... I don't know my strategy or my or I have a strategy, but I don't know. Um, I don't have a set setup on how I'm gonna, you know, uh, use mm-hmm. and it makes it difficult for players to get blooded in. Yeah. But on the same breath, somehow he has found a way to get up to second, and this is where I'm saying, like, I don't know how we have allowed this team to get second. This game against Wolves today that that happened today, mm-hmm. Marcus Rashford last minute goal. I was dreading this game, you know. But that's the thing. I was, I was telling, I was talking with the boys actually on the, on the system. Yeah. And uh, you cannot have a good game against Wolves. No. Like, man. cause they, they just, they. It's not just that they're relentless. It's the fact that they will let you have that ball, but then at some certain sense they will come back yeah. and they will want it. Yeah. Right. So, um, just like what happened in the Chelsea and Wolves game. You cannot have a good game against Wolves. Yeah. I think it's like an inconsistent thing, but if you make it out with a point or three, mm-hmm. <laughs> good job. I know. <laughs> like, this is the first time since they've come back to the Premier League under Nuno Espirito yeah. that we have beat them. They are... I Before I texted on the group chat, before... Mm-hmm. Um, not not the one we're in, well, another one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, before, this, before the game started, I said... I freaking I'm nervous about Wolves. I don't like playing them. I just I'm nervous. This we haven't beat them in the Premier League yeah. so far until this game, and they just they have a way to play us. Like mm-hmm. there's moment there's games where we have opened them up, sliced them around, taking opportunities, taking chances, mm-hmm. and we're not scoring. Yeah, right. And then there's there's games there's moments where we cannot find a little bit. Like, we get one sliver of hope, and then they just come back. Yeah. Like, it's just, they're such a weird and an annoying team to face yeah. against. They're good, kudos to them. I like to watch them against other teams. But when watching them against United, it's like a nightmare, mm-hmm. you know? So, anyway, those two games, Leicester, and then now Wolves. Um, Leicester is kind of also the same, but the difference is Leicester doesn't put an overemphasis on defense. Mm-hmm. Wolves does. Wolves does, yeah. Right? Um, and Leicester can at- actually attack you mm-hmm. and score those chances, yeah. like and we saw with lines, yeah. yeah, like we saw with Vardy. Yeah. Wolves, they can actually attack you, but 
they've lost Jimenez. Mm-hmm. So it makes it a little bit harder for them to do so. So in a way, we're kind of lucky oh, yeah. that so, there was no Jimenez. So speaking of Jimenez, yeah. uh, he was actually at uh, that game. He yeah, was watching he it. was watching it. And I hear that the new uh, the replacement that Wolves is lining up is Luka Jovic. Oh, that was yeah. good. I'm that's surprised. Actually, that's actually a, a like-for-like switch. If I, you think I'm surprised they're not going to Portugal to go find some Portuguese striker <laughs> to, you know, Portugal FC. Like they, want, was, they want the Serbian brute. Oh, Serbian brute. <laughs> Luka, Luka, or Serbian playboy, in a way. Nah, but man. I still hope Luka comes to Chelsea. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's that good, bro. I think Wolves will suit him. I think he'll be the replacement for Giroud. He would be the nice replacement for Giroud if, yeah. if Giroud goes. You think you think so? Yeah. But anyway, uh, uh, Jovic going to Wolves would be sick. But they've lost a lot of good players. They lost Jota. Mm-hmm. Now they lost uh, Jimenez yeah. uh, due to injury. By the way, what happened to Jota? I haven't seen him playing like the past he's, couple of He's injured. Oh, wow. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why Liverpool and... Liverpool would have run away with this league if if, Jota if was Van Dijk was yeah. playing. Jota was still there. They would have just and Thiago too. They yeah. lost Thiago. Speaking he, of speaking of know. Van Dijk, he's he's on the bike right now. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I don't know if he's I don't know if he's really uh, I don't know if he's really ready to come back soon. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, you know, Van Dijk is the he's the uh, what they call it. Um, uh, uh, geez, he's 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 the he's the piece that I think if he returns, mm-hmm. Liverpool will just lock it down. Yeah, they will absolutely lock it down. But they also lost Matip too. I like how we're just jumping into yeah, Liverpool, yeah. but they lost Matip. But United second. Mm-hmm. What are the chances of this team becoming winning the title? Uh, honestly, if you ask me, I think it's um, it's still Liverpool's to lose. But also, it's it's all depends on you guys and what you guys do now. Because if you keep the run going, you can give them a title run, right? Uh, but if you do decide to go back to your inconsistent ways, you guys will fall off the hinge again. Um, having that said, the two teams right now are looking somewhat good. Uh, inconsistent. Everybody's inconsistent right now. Yeah. You think about it in the whole league, which is kind of like... A, it's kind of a, a letter for Liverpool because if yeah. everybody is actually consistent right now, they would catch them, right? Yeah. But um, because of the inconsistency, this is what we're succumbing to now, right? But yeah. Man U has a chance. Man U, Man U had a chance starting the season. A lot of people were calling, you know, like, you know, you, we might win the league, we might win the league. I'm like, anything is possible in football, mm-hmm. right? I'm not going to shy away from it and say, no, you guys don't have it. And I, and I called you guys being in the top four regardless. So, um, and I knew Tottenham would drop. <laughs> Tottenham, that, that one, they're, you know, they can self-destruct. But yeah. uh, I still think it's too early in the season. I think, you know. I mean, there's still like, what, uh, 27 games left? Around there's still a lot of games, bro. Still a lot yeah. of games. So, I, I, I still, and, like, and the course of a whole season, even when you have other competitions with Europa, Champions mm-hmm, League, mm-hmm. FA Cup. Yeah. Um, Carabao Cup, you guys are still in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you guys beat Everton, right? Yeah. So you guys are still in there fighting. You guys might win the Carabao Cup if you think about it. It's possible. Um, but in the in the duration of holding all those competitions and holding yourselves together, mm-hmm. that's where the real test comes. Yeah. Because then it's like, how far can you go? <laughs> I hear you, man. I I I don't think I still I I put United as fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still going to stay with that as fifth for now. 
I don't want to jinx it. Yeah. You know, I, I've jinxed the team I still, in a I positive still stand way. By Fort. I still stand by you know, Fort. I've, I've, I've somehow jinxed the team and they're doing well. I don't want to start saying, oh, yeah, we're going to be second or third or anything. But I'll still say we're going to be fifth. City's um, coming back too, eh? Yeah, City is making a comeback. Yeah, Everybody, Nobody has really been looking at them. This COVID thing really kind of hurt them this weekend. Yeah. But um, they're, they're a team that's like, watch out for that group. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, they've been winning their games. Um, still going to be tough for yeah, I think they're gonna be tough. For. I, I still, I have a feeling they will pip United to be second at some point. Yeah, I don't know when, but I have a feeling they will do it. Um, you know, who was the other team? Uh, you know, Tottenham. We don't know. Tomorrow we may see, right? Tottenham. You know, it, it's too close to call. But he can't have Harry Kane and and Son coming back that deep anymore because it's like when Harry Kane comes that deep going forward then that's a problem like can I, Harry Kane do that for a whole stretch of a whole season he does well he, that's the thing right we don't know yeah. but I'll just say for now let's not count them out yeah it, it's still too early like maybe we half when we do the halfway review there and might, I think there might that, be some alterations done and yeah. something to kind of get him up the pitch where he starts firing again yeah but Mourinho doesn't care about that though Mourinho like I think Mourinho's looking at what everything is happening he's mm-hmm. like yeah, we'll take one point here. We'll take a couple of points yeah. there. But I think he, the games where he needs to win, like he's playing against Fulham mm-hmm. this week, right? And if he can get the W against Fulham, puts him in a very good position to still compete and to put pressure on everybody else, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, United winning is putting pressure on everybody mm-hmm. else. You know, it's... Um, United still have one game in hand, right? Still has a game in hand. So if you guys win that game, you guys are one point behind Liverpool. Uh, if we it, we are two points right now behind Liverpool right now yes oh wow and it, and we we play the same amount of games oh yeah fifteen fifteen so, so, so but Liverpool's gonna play tomorrow. they're gonna play tomorrow yeah and then yeah so uh, so that you see that's how the league is hitting up right yeah so um, United uh, uh, United are on pay on pace uh, to uh, what they call it. Um, uh, to to maintain their form going through the end of the season, yeah. but in a season that's very inconsistent, a, a team like United is also going to be inconsistent throughout the season. Mm-hmm. That's the way I think. United has nine wins, three draws, three three uh, losses. Right. Yeah. So we've maintained that same form. That same. I have a feeling that's kind of how it will be. Mm-hmm. We will win games, we will lose games, we will tie games. Like, mm-hmm. stupid games we shouldn't lose, we'll lose those games. Yeah. Stupid games we shouldn't tie, we'll tie those games. I think Liverpool will still maintain that edge above everybody. They've lost players, but their players are going to soon start coming back. Mm-hmm. And when they start coming back, then there's obviously going to mean some. T- they're going to need some time to get back in shape. After that, then you're going to now see them really take it mm-hmm. up. But I hope they don't. I hope... Uh, I hope something happens and they just keep being on crappy form mm-hmm. and uh, make it more interesting. They make yeah, make it more interesting, right? Because now United, I guess, could you imagine United against Liverpool for mm-hmm. t- for the title? That's like, you know. Um, but then another thing too. Anyway, before I jump in, we jump in over to Chelsea. But another thing I actually want to highlight is you know the whole thing with um, you know uh, uh, Solskjaer and us keep saying. Is he the one? Is he the one? Is he the one? I still, to today, don't think he's gonna. He's the one. Mm-hmm. But this guy can surprise everybody mm-hmm. with his with doing something great mm-hmm. on this club right now. If he wins this title, bro, man, I 
<laughs> I probably would still criticize him, but mm-hmm. man, I all of us that have been being like, hey man, this guy is not the guy. Will look so dumb. I'm mad. You know. You know, I'm mad. I'm mad. You know, well, I'm mad is a Liverpool fan, so he has to like. He, I'm, has to I'm, say I'm mad is the new installment in the in the group chat. Yeah, apparently yeah. he got kicked out a year ago for posting too much Mohammed Salah. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, uh, if if he if he wins it, this will be crazy because nobody nobody has given him half a chance, and all of a sudden we're second. It also brings back to the other thing too as well is you need players mm-hmm. you need um uh, players that that are good players that can help your team be successful mm-hmm. right it adds it, it gives that extra value but social has taken it up a notch because i don't think with any other any other manager with this team that we will be this high at this time of the season so social has taken it up a notch mm-hmm. right but the only other thing too i'm worried about too as well is every single time a new manager has been like oh I want the job. Social always outperforms every expectations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. we had uh, Pochettino the other day twerking for United. Yeah. You know, yo, come get me, guys. And we didn't get him. And then PSG, uh, yeah, I don't think we've even covered this. Yeah. But PSG, we'll cover it later. But PSG now are in for Pochettino. Yeah. And usually around this time, whenever that happens, that is when um Sukhshia's team start to struggle. Mm-hmm. That's when we actually start we stop playing good football. Yeah. We start playing like crap. Sluggish. Yeah, because then there's no incentive. The guys are like, oh, we're not gonna lose our manager, so we're just gonna go back to the norm. Mm-hmm. But after that announcement was made, I saw the Leicester game and even though we tied 2-2, I wasn't heartbroken. Mm-hmm. You know, before I'd be so devastated. And I was kind of mad. I was like, we, we we cannot lose any more games. Like, or we can't tie any games. We need to be winning every game. Mm-hmm. It's like a World Cup for all of us. Knockout every time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't mad. I was actually like, wow. Like, we actually... this. We could have won this game 4-2. Mm-hmm. Rashford missed so many chances. So many opportunities. We should have done better. If he has scored his opportunities, if he has scored the header and he scored the one uh, um, through ball that Fred put him on, if he has scored those goals, mm-hmm. would have been like top of the league right now, right? Yeah. But I was just like, I'm not mad. I am seeing something. I'm seeing that fire back. The first 19 games mm-hmm. when I saw with Ole, I'm seeing the fire back. I'm not getting carried away yeah. because I don't believe that, you know, what they're doing is really going to take any, any go crazy. I'm not getting crazy over it. Yeah. But I'm like, hmm, Solskjaer's actually figuring it out. Mm-hmm. And when he put on before, usually a big thing with Solskjaer is his lineup. Mm-hmm. You know, and right now with Chelsea, we're seeing that. Mm-hmm. Lampard puts out a lineup and you guys would just turn off the TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I not mean, I you. Still, I still not you, but like some other fans yeah, yeah. with how upset they are. Mm-hmm. But that, that's the issue Solskjaer used to have. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he will announce his lineup and... You look at the TV and you're like, oh my God, why do I, should I sit here and watch this game today? <laughs> you know what I mean? But now he puts up a lineup and I'm like, I see why he's doing it. Even though I don't agree with it, mm-hmm. I see why he's doing it. I think today he had his best lineup in a long time. Like he got it spot on. Mm-hmm. Even though it was sluggish, it was slow, it wasn't quick against uh, Wolves, mm-hmm. um, I, I felt, I felt that. This was perfect. He played the game the way... He, he put the lineup the only way he could put it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm starting to trust him more to just put up a lineup and understand this is the way it is. Mm-hmm. Why should I be bothered? 
I'm not there in coaching. I don't see. I don't. I'm not there in the practice. I don't see what the players are doing. I don't. I'm not there when they are. Um, uh, what they call it. Uh, uh, you know, running an analysis mm-hmm. on what the other team, on what Leicester usually do, on what Wolves do. In I'm not the, there. The video room. The video room. I'm yeah. not part of it. So why am I? Why am I upset? You know, and I see it on Twitter all the time. A coach puts up his lineup, boom, it's like a freaking light match. Everybody mm-hmm. starts to get mad. Everybody starts to get upset. They're like, yo, how dare he put up that lineup? How dare he do this? I'm no longer like upset now. Maybe you could say, oh, because we're second, that's why. No, mm-hmm. it's just because like I've learned that there is so much that, you know, um, that I'm, I'm missing out on. If you ask me to today, what is United's best formation? What would I tell you? The diamond. The diamond. Till today. I will tell you, I'll say it again. Mm-hmm. I will argue with any person. But can you can it be coached? That's the question. Yeah. You can have a good formation that you like, but can you coach it? Mm-hmm. Can the players understand it? Do they know what they need to do? Mm-hmm. Do they know what they need to do when we're going on defensive side? Do they know what we need to do when we're going on the offensive side? You know, versus hey, a tried and tested formula that he's always had, four, two, three, one. You know? If 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 I want to be an idealist idealistic guy. The four three three with a holding mid mm-hmm. is my favorite mm-hmm. forma- formation to play, and I think United Me can too. play it. Yeah. But you know, uh, am I seeing what is happening in training? Do we understand why that's happening? So anyway, it's um, you know, Ole deserves a lot of credit. That was basically a roundabout way of me saying this guy deserves a lot of credit. You know, um, he's and slowly turning it. Around. He's slowly turning it around. I I still do not trust the team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still do not trust him. Mm-hmm. But I am happy that he's finally making the little adjustments. He's given the guys belief again. He's just giving them that little bit that they need to fight. And you know the support that he's gotten, um, it's uh, it's crazy. Like mm-hmm. finally, he's getting players now to support him. He's got an Edison Cavani that's on the team now mm-hmm. that adds a little bit extra dimension for us. Van der Beek, even though I want him to play and he's not playing, at least he's giving us some good competition on the bench. When mm-hmm. you know, when you look at the bench, we have players. You know what I mean? Um, defensively, we have Alex Telles, even though he's not the best defender, but at least he's a good addition to the team. And we're going to be getting Diallo coming in in January, and Facundo Pelestri is already playing mm-hmm. in the U teams, yeah. which will be, you know, taking up on that spot. Now, before I even jump into that right wing, uh, right wing spot, I, w- I looked at the other day and I'm like, Daniel James. Do you know that Daniel James is Manchester United's only winger in their starting team right now? The conventional winger? Yes. <laughs> it's only Daniel James. Oh, yeah, because Rashford is a striker. Rashford is a striker. Sli- he's a forward, and right? Michelle, same thing. He's a forward. Greenwood is a forward. Yeah. Edison is a forward. The only real winger we have on our club right now in the mains in the men's team, like actual full on senior team, is Daniel James. Wow. I was shocked when I looked at that so dude. Today. I was like left winger or right winger. We need both. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um that's the way I'll end it. Um we'll jump over to Chelsea. <laughs> Bro, I have been I have been on Chelsea's case with you guys. Yeah. Like your fans, like I I think I spent more time talking to Chelsea fans yeah. this last week mm-hmm. than than with United fans. Yeah, you guys are on a tear. Oh my god! They, you guys have already started the Lampard out movement. The the one thing with a movement like that is, and this is the thing, um, Lampard out, Ole out, Arteta out. The one thing with those movements is it causes division. It's not like it causes division. Once it starts, it's very difficult. To put an end to it. Yeah, it never ends. 
The moment somebody starts tweeting, mm-hmm. Ole out. That's just one guy, right? Yeah. Next week, Ole loses a game or ties a game. That's three people now Ole out. Mm-hmm. The following week, something happens. The next time he loses, next time something happens, it, it's like a snowball effect. Yeah. It collects from one little group, and then it just starts spreading. Mm-hmm. And it is difficult for managers to come out of it. If you can come out of that... You must have done a miracle. Mm-hmm. You must have done a miracle. And Lampard out right now is fucking trending. <laughs> it is on everybody now is like, you know, and your guys in the group chat. Yeah. Oh, man. There's some guys in my group chat. They're much more calmer about it. They're not like Paul and mm-hmm. um, Yenner. Well, Paul is like you know? Lampard out till he wins five games on the run. <laughs> I know Paul's crazy. But like still, right? Like slowly... That movement has begun, mm-hmm. and it's difficult. Yana has already checked out now. Oh, yeah. Yana doesn't want him anymore as yeah. you guys' his manager, right? Yeah. So, what are you saying about Lampard, man? Oh man, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not Lampard out. No, okay, I am not. Um, I still think it's uh, it's too early. First off, right. He got he got the players he wanted, right? But it's still gonna take time to gel these players in. We were expecting six months to even start even doing a little bit better in like two, three months. That, mm. that, that was actually pretty good. Like mm. ahead of the ahead of the schedule. Um he's in his second year of his plan, right? We talked about this. And um the first year remember the first the you remember the first year plan, right? Mm. Was to integrate the youth and survive the transfer ban. That was the first one. The second year was to build a formidable squad and and uh what happened? <laughs> no, keep going. Okay. So uh the second year was to build a formidable squad and as well close the gap to Liverpool and City, right? That's that was the second year plan. The third year plan wasn't to win the title, it's to challenge for the title. Bro, but I'm gonna cut you off there for a little bit mm-hmm. before you go further, right? Okay. Wouldn't Abramovich be telling him you need to win the title in the third year? Well, this this, is, it's possible. It's this very is the possible. Chelsea way, yeah. bro. This is the Chelsea way, mm-hmm. man. You guys always seem to find a way to win something every year or every two years. Mm-hmm. You guys are the most in the last decade. You guys have won the most th- uh, championships, mm-hmm. trophies, or whatever. Maybe we can call it FA Cup, uh, Premier League, Europa League. Mm-hmm. Call you what you what it may. You guys win things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that is our identity, yes. Exactly. Now, you add um, a £200 million transfer fee mm-hmm. on top of that. Come on. You'll be expecting results, of yeah. course. This, this, this is why a lot of the fans are going crazy. Yeah. Because of the because of the, the transfers that have come in, and they're like £227 million, we should be winning the league, mm-hmm. right? But they're all thinking a bit too narrow, right? Um, you got to widen your perspective when you look at things. And it's like, you got to understand, this player's got to gel. Mm-hmm. It's got to be the right situation for them. Um, coming into the squad, playing with these guys, you got to understand how they want the ball, how the, how, how how they want to press. You know what I mean? All these things play into it, come into play yeah. when, when, you're, when you're trying to build a squad. Mm-hmm. Like, look at what Club did, right? You also got to look at what Club did because Club took five years to win the Prem, yeah. right? And in that, in those three years, he was he was bringing up 
like improvements. There was improvements, right? But Klopp did not get just. Um, he didn't get two hundred million. No, in his second year. No, he didn't. No, Klopp no, he didn't. <laughs> Klopp finally got money. I think in his like fourth, third or fourth, third or fourth yeah, year. I think he got year. he recruited everybody on the cheap. Yeah. It was not even up to you. It wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. Andy Robertson was cheap, bought cheap. Yeah. Salah was bought cheap yeah, from Roma. From Roma, yeah. Uh, Mane was bought cheap from Southampton. Southampton. Um, you know, maybe it was later on that he finally got Fabinho. Yeah. Those, the, the next, the Dijk. next year after Salah and Mane's transfer was when the money started getting spent. Yeah. Because then Van Dijk was like what a seventy, uh, eighty million around yeah. there. And they had to sell Coutinho and to be able to use too. that. Yeah, yeah. that's so continue to get Allison back. Yeah. It was the money. Fabinho. It was the Coutinho money that got them there. Yeah. But that's like us too. That was the Eden Hazard money that got us there. I know, right? I know. But I'm just, I'm just saying. In his second year, he didn't get that. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely correct. But Abramovich has ambitions. Liverpool yeah. don't have the same ambitions like Chelsea, right? They're not that rich, right? Mm-hmm. But Abramovich has the money. He wants to see his team succeed, so obviously he's gonna put the money in, right? Yeah. But there's still so many factors. Like, the price tag is not just what you look at. Like, you got to look at, are they improving, right? How are they from last season compared to this season, mm-hmm. right? We, we bought ZX. ZX is the most important piece of mm-hmm. the transfer window, right? Um, because last year, we struggled breaking down teams in the last third, right? In the final third. Yeah. Because they just parked the bus, but it's like you need somebody with an intricate amount of like passing or somebody who's going to do something like Dribble, in a creative way, yeah. open up spaces and create those chances. Ziek is the guy, right? Yeah. Ziek's the guy. I also think Pulisic's the guy as well. Yeah. But the thing is like you got to pair both of them together and then you're going to become a destructive squad, right? Mm. Um, the the thing though is like ZX is injured right now, right? Pulisic's just coming back from injury. <laughs> so, I thought I thought Ziyech was coming back from injury. So I thought so too. I mm. thought it was it was gonna be like two weeks, right? And yeah. that's what they were saying. But I guess it's longer. So that means the hamstring the injury is a bit more tougher to get rid of. And I think he might end up becoming like Pulisic in the same way because it's like it's gonna take you. You're gonna have you're gonna come back. You're gonna feel the niggling injury. You're gonna go back out. Yeah. And you just kind of have to gauge it according to your comfortability and just make sure you don't push it over the over the limit, right? Mm-hmm. But since ZX been gone, we have been struggling. Like, yep. we have struggled to win games, right? And even when we won games, it wasn't convincing, right? And um, those little things, those little details is why ZX was brought in. Mm-hmm. We need somebody to break down teams that just park a low block, right? Yeah. Um. So with that being said, there's also there's also things there. It's like Lamps needs to understand. Like, bro, we talked about this last last uh, last time out, right? Do not play Werner. Like right now, his his confidence is shot. Yeah, and you're playing him in his, in his wrong position right now. If, but it's not his wrong position. I know, I know he that I, is a left forward naturally. That's, yeah, yeah, but but the know. thing is, like, they're not playing him as a left forward. They're playing him as a left conventional winger. 
Well, right. I, when I watch him play, though, like he because doesn't, because he it, doesn't he doesn't play it like a conventional because he doesn't go to the byline and cross. Yeah, he likes to cut in, mm-hmm. likes to play the one twos. Yeah, but do, that's you know. usually the thing with Chelsea wingers. If you think about it, Hazard, was like that. Yeah, yeah. Right. They don't. They they really they don't send too many crosses. Right. No. But the thing is, like they come in like direct threats. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Werner. Is now playing as that left winger that comes back. We usually Werner don't come back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You leave Werner there. Tell him, do your thing, bro. Let those guys come. Burn those guys with pace, which you can do. You can take this defense all day long. Doesn't matter what defense in the freaking prem. Nobody can keep up to Werner. Yeah. So um, send him out as a as a as a center forward. If you're gonna if you're gonna do that, don't play him in the left wing position. Okay. You have Hudson Adoy who came back from injury, he should have been playing that game in Arsenal, right? The Arsenal game was what pissed me off because it was like, they just lethargic. They just, they couldn't move fast. and that, that, Until the last 10 minutes. Until the, and we could have won the game still. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, it's just, it's just a mixture of all of that. You know what I mean? Mm. Don't play, first thing, I saw. You remember when we were at, uh, where it was like Rich James is out because apparently he might need a knee surgery, right? Um, Chilwell has an ankle injury, and he still played this. And he still game. played. So yeah. this is what I did not like. Yeah, Chilwell playing that game. I didn't think Chilwell should have played that game because at that point you risk him for even longer, right? But he's the let, best. Left now back let, let's now. go back to last year. Yeah, when. Emerson first started in the in the for Chelsea in the Prem. Mm-hmm. He was the, he was one of the best left backs starting, right? Mm-hmm. In the Prem. He got injured. Yeah. And then he went he went away. He got forced back to come back quickly. Or he wanted to come back quickly. Oh, or whichever. But yeah. still you're the manager, bro. Yeah, Stop yeah. him and be like, "Bro, take your time." You know yeah. what I mean? Cuz if if he comes back quickly and you let him come back quickly, it's going to be it's, it's going to be looked at like you forced him to come back, yeah. right? So he comes back. Emerson gets injured again. He's out on the chopping block. Mm-hmm. Now Emerson tries to work his way, trying to get get himself back. He can't. Mm-hmm. He can't do it because now it's like it's like that injury is niggling, and it's like it's like can I get rid of this injury in time to impress my boss? Mm-hmm. I can't do that, right? Mm-hmm. So those uh those little things kind of like it, it cheesed me because I think I think he should have still given Emerson a chance but when Emerson came back he did not he didn't give him that chance but well, I'm, I'm just trip. I'm just thinking like Emerson is 10 times better than Alonso bro mm-hmm. like faster he's like a younger version he will fight for you you know what I mean yeah. he may be a little bit defensively in that but you guys can coach him through that and as well versus freaking Alonso yeah yes. and as and as yeah. well you can, you can, as you play him and you and you coach him through that, he's gonna understand it, and then he's gonna give you even more. Mm. Watching Alonso play for Italy, they don't concede much. Like, no. and it's like he plays in that left back position. Yeah. He's their starting left back. Yeah. So it's like it's like, what are you doing, Lamps? You know what I mean? Give this guy his chance. He played good in the in the West Ham game when he came on, right? He did good. I think you should reward things like that. You know mm. what I mean? Reward things like that. Let Emerson play the game against Arsenal. Do not play Reese James. You just had a thing where it's like this guy might need knee surgery, bro. Yeah. Take him out. Play Aspilicueta. So now we give away a soft penalty because of Reese James. And 
rightfully so it's it, it should have it should have not been a penalty right because the the contest were minimal very minimal but he, touch, but he, you know, but he, he touched him he touched him yeah but another thing too looking back at the west ham game yeah. reese almost gave away another penalty so yeah. looking at those two and I'm, I'm thinking like bro don't play this guy play aspie you're playing in a derby game i know you want to get reese kind of used to derbies and all but Aspie is there. Bring Reese in later if you feel Aspie's not doing a good job. Yeah. Right? And um, it, this was a game where it was either you either drown them more or you let them come out their funk mm-hmm. by playing some silly, stupid nonsense. And that's yeah. exactly what they did. Soft penalty giveaway. They score a goal. Mendy, he keeps getting beat on that side. Every time he dives to the left, they're playing it right. <laughs> because, because I remember the game, I think it was... Uh, the penalty against Tottenham Hotspurs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where every single shot that they took was at that side. Yeah, yeah. And he dived the other side. So he's not that good in penalties. Kepa is probably way better. I yeah. give him credit for that one. But, um, but overall, Mendy's an all-around better Oh, man. Mendy, Mendy's tremendous, right? Yeah. Even still with all this all this nonsense going on, Mendy's still tremendous. He still puts in like a hell of a shift. Yeah. Um, but so... You give away a soft penalty. They score a goal. The second, we can't, we can't finish our free kick from Mason Mount. It hits the post. Then, Jacka comes in and scores in this freak nature of a free kick. Yeah. And then on top of that, the third goal is a free goal that comes when you're, when you're lucky. And yeah. we didn't deserve to be lucky. And yeah. that ball not going in. That yeah. ball went in. It just pretty much just... It's like, oh, yeah. We are. We yeah. are done for. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then... Um, then you decide to bring in Hudson Odoi. Hudson Odoi comes in, he starts to do some stuff. Mm-hmm. Pulisic was the one who created the chance in the Arsenal game. He yeah. pulled that ball back. He took those three defenders in the penalty box, moved them in to right, can't cut back, switched that ball over to Hudson, passed it, laid it off. Hudson drowned, passed it. Tommy uses his shoulders. It's yeah. a goal. We had another... An, the penalty, Jorginho, <laughs> he didn't bury too. That would have also changed the dynamics of the game. If, if that goal had been scored, I think you guys would have come t- back. I think we would have tied it. Yeah, I think we least. would have tied it because yeah. it would have given us some type of belief. Yeah. But it's like, after that miss, it was like, yeah, there's no coming back. Even if we score one, we would probably end up scoring one goal, but that would be it. Yeah. This game would still end up being Arsenal's, right? Yeah. And um, so uh, at, in the game in, in Arsenal, Pulisic shined. Yeah. The game in Aston Villa... Pulisic shined. Yeah. But he just could not finish. He couldn't find that oh. back of the net, right? Um, the the lineup in Arsenal, I didn't like so much. The lineup in Villa, I liked because we had two conventional wingers. Yeah. And then these guys are just like, they just run. And you see, when, when, there's, when, when we actually have two wingers, what we can do. You know yeah. what I mean? You put Giroud in the middle. Yeah. That was it. That the, guy, was, the guy that heads the ball two centimeters off the ground. Pulisic created that goal too. <laughs> Moved the ball, came in, cut the ball into Chilwell, Chilwell crosses in, Giroud scores. Yeah. Pulisic is the true. So the, these guys are, are the ones, right? And even in the Arsenal game, Pulisic sent that ball in for Thiago and Thiago missed the net. I know. My, my only question is, why did, um, uh, what they call it, why did Lampard take Giroud out? So I, I I always felt like Giroud would offer you guys something towards the end. Yeah. He didn't look like he was tiring either. Like yeah, he looked he looked like in the first half he was kind of on his hands. Probably, knees. He, the, but like I, I just feel felt like 
as much as I like Tammy, yeah, and his work rate, yeah, Jude will offer you more. You finish the dinner, yeah, like exactly. you, you put one of those balls still in the six yard yeah. box. Like I, I texted, and I'm like, Jude, there's three strikers right now in the league mm-hmm. that are what are. Uh, there are near post G codes. Yeah. <laughs> Giroud, Cavani, and Jimmy Vardy. Mm-hmm. These guys, you put the ball in the near post, they're the first to get to the ball. Yeah. And it's usually a goal. Mm-hmm. Or at least they'll they'll get something, you know. Mm-hmm. They're so hard to mark inside. Like the one of the crosses came over, um, and then the guy was grabbing Giroud. I can't remember who it was, uh House, I think, was grabbing Giroud on the on yeah. this thing. He fell over, but just him being there created the space for Pulisic to yeah. have a chance to, you know, Do to kind thing. of you yeah. know score, but he didn't score. But yeah. just these guys just know how to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't teach that. We have Martial in, in Manchester United that. You play him as a striker, he will never do that for you. Honestly. You have Tammy, who maybe looks like he's learning that, but he will not finish. Mm-hmm. Giroud will be there, and he will finish mm-hmm. his dinner. This is what I'm saying. When when Giroud goes, yeah. we need Luka Jovic. But that's another story for another day. Okay. Um, this uh, Giroud and Pulisic have an amazing partnership. Like, they they understand each other. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think whenever Pulisic plays, Giroud should also be playing. G- Giroud learned that from Hazard. Yeah. When Hazard was playing, yeah. both of them, always, every single time. Because because Hazard, can... Hazard called uh, Giroud, he's like, he's like, that's my target, man. Yeah, my every, every single, yeah. like, you lay it off, Giroud would touch it, lay it back off to him. Yeah. You find an open lane. Yeah. So he's been a, he knows how to work with wingers very mm-hmm. well. Like that's the that's the thing. You can talk about Timo Werner playing the center forward, but I think you guys have it in Giroud, man. Yeah. Like Timo Werner would go skitter, skitter, skitter. But the thing with Timo Werner, he would give you work rate. Yeah, but he, he wouldn't give score you, the goals. He wouldn't give you the finishes yeah. yet. Yeah, right yeah. now. Right now, no. he's out of form. Like out there's form. some strikers that are badly out of form. Yeah, Martial's out of form. Werner's out of form. Um, there's some. I mean, there's another. Uh, Ihan Achar is a lot of. I mean, Ihan Achar. Barely plays. Ihan barely plays. He's shit, but only, he's still out of Europa. form. Yeah. He's still out of form. Um, there's just a bunch of them right now that are woefully out of form, mm-hmm. and you've seen some strikers just miss, and yeah. you're just like, what the oh, heck? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, Giroud, you guys have it. Um, but is he gonna? The thing is, he's gonna. Is he gonna stay? Are they gonna renew his contract? Because if you're not gonna renew his contract and you're gonna let him go, and then you should probably find a replacement. I don't think it's gonna be Tammy. Tammy shouldn't be the guy. Um, so you don't think Tammy should be the replacement? I I still think it's too. It's not. It's not the time for Tammy yet. Ah, so you're saying Tammy should be sold? I'm not saying he should be sold. So what is he gonna be doing with four strikers on the team and he's barely playing? No, no, no. If Giroud goes, oh, Giroud is not going anywhere right now. But that's what I'm saying. If they don't renew his contract, right? Or because you know Chelsea has okay. this thing yeah, with yeah. like the thirty-something-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. If they don't re- renew his contract, then we need to find a replacement. Somebody, an out-and-out guy, a like-for-like, like, I think that's Luka Jovic. Mm-hmm. I've been saying this. I said this for uh, years. Uh, man, look, if Luka can make it Real, bro. But Real destroys players, man. I know they, they, don't they do. Damn I know they you. do, but like, <laughs> unless he's coming in a All very... All I really want to say is that they don't want to give him <laughs> Yeah, unless he's, you guys are getting in for a cup price, like fucking 10 million or, you know... See, that's million. the thing. See, you I know? think right now, this is the time to go in for Jovic because, m- matter of fact, they can just be like, bro... You know what? Jovic is not working out in Real. Um, 
do you mind if we take him on loan yeah. and and then and then later on we'll give you that that price right right now Jovic's worth is not that high you know what i mean no. they just brought him in he's not scoring goals he's not playing he's not playing yeah. so he's 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 depreciating on that Valid. bench yeah. right so you could easily just use that as a as a as, as a pressure point mm-hmm. you know what i mean marina should be looking at this like hey <laughs> Real, my guy, you know, <laughs> how you doing, Fiorentina? Yeah, here's here's what we can do for you. We'll take Jovic off your hands. You're not using him. Yeah, you're not using him. Uh, you mind if we give him a test? You know, something like that. The price is low. The price will probably be like 10, 10 20 minutes. Yeah, 20, 20 million at least, twenty million to thirty around there. You buy this guy, take him out of Real, bro. Yeah, bring him into some place where you know. In the in the in the in the hospital that Chelsea has, we have the facilities to get you ready and fit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we have probably one of the best one of the best like um, fitness things to get you ready to go. You know what I mean? In all in all of England, right? Except it's not working all the time for Pulisic and Ziyech right now. Uh, they just and Reece James. There's another thing too with that because Pulisic is like a flash of hazard. You know what I mean? They they move in some certain type of ways that they're explosive. You know what I mean? Explosive players pay for their pay for their explosion. Explosion. Yeah. You pay with your body. You know what I mean? That's the that's the price you pay. Right? So but um Ziek, he's also a little bit explosive, but he's not that much. Yeah. But uh yeah, I think I think Ziek will be back soon. I think he'll be back soon. I it's just it's just but get rid of that niggling injury. Still, you know, you're bringing him to that you know, thing and Jovic is also. You guys already have players that look injury prone. You're gonna yeah. invest in another injury prone player. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I I personally, Jovic doesn't strike. But, but you I, know honestly, what's crazy. Though? You guys should just go for Haaland. This guy, as, as much oh, as oh, I, so as much as I want Haaland to come to United, you guys have the funds and the intelligence to go. And you have you have a very good relationship with Dortmund. Yeah, that I think that Dortmund will look at United if United went for Haaland yeah. and be like, "Fuck you." Yeah, but if uh, Chelsea went for him. They'll be like, "Yay, Chelsea!" And another thing too, Haaland's agent is Mino Raiola. Yeah, we don't like don't United. Do don't like Mino yeah. Raiola. Like we're kind of done with him, even mm-hmm. though he represents the best players. Kind of don't feel him, right? Yeah. So, but uh, what do you call it? Uh, yeah. So apparently, Haaland is actually our number one target in wow. the su- in the summer. So Lampard has been advised: you can only get one player this January. And that is going to be Declan Rice. Yeah. So, but I don't know if I don't know if Weston will let him go now. No, Weston like Weston are actually doing well this season. Yeah. So for are. them to get rid of a player like Declan on the team. Yeah. Declan is not that good. But it was so it was so I, it was okay. so nice at the end of the game. I was just I was watch I was watching like them leaving the pitch, mm-hmm. and it, the two guys that stayed behind was Declan Rice and Mason Mount. Yeah, because they're. Best they're friends. best friends, yeah. And Declan Rice was telling Mason, he's like, like he's just giving him instruction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like in in the way that he should play, and if he wants to open up space and all that, I'm pretty sure that's what they were talking about. But um, maybe he's talking about something else. But when your hands are moving, like you know, but like, he, like might, a he coach, might he might be talking about food right? wars, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, uh, the other thing, like you know, when I look at uh, actually speaking of Mount, one of the guys that I was speaking with, he. Uh, Oral, he's mm-hmm. in our group chat, and he mentioned um, how uh, Lampard should actually play a four-two-three-one. Yeah, 
with mount as, as a, a cam as a no as a holding okay um where, well holding slash uh box to box which is he's going to support holding and he's, he's going to support Kante. he's going to support Kante. he's going to support somebody else yeah and i'll tell you that in a bit and then i think the forwards was it Giroud? who did he say as a cam um well, I will tell you. Don't worry. Havertz. Uh, there you go. Oh, Havertz. Yeah, that's what I, that's what yeah. I said in the Villa game. I was like, if yeah. you're going to play the the the, the four two three one, yeah. why not play Havertz as the camp? But then where does Mounts play? As the CM, and so, then and then you have CDM Kante. Okay, so but that's the thing, right? When you play four two three one, it's a double pivot. Yeah. So right? you kind of need exactly. Jorginho. Yeah. So not even Jorginho. You need somebody who's very good mm-hmm. receiving the ball, back turned. To the other side. So then you play, you play Kante, there. Jorginho, and Havertz. So you're saying drop Mount. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna like favor anybody. You know what I mean? Mount like, is so integral to you guys. He is. When I watch you guys, system, he's so I, integral. I think to this it, team yeah. is more a Mount team yeah. than, let's say, a Pulisic team yeah. or you know. Absolutely. He's very integral to the but I, to the system. But I was saying, um, I think I said. Um, during the Arsenal game, I was like, Chelsea need to find a way to play to pull his strength. Yeah. And look at what happened, man. This boy would have scored goals. Yeah. yeah. I think he's, he's just off. Give him, like, two a week or two, he's going to be banging those off in the net again. I, I like Pulisic, man. I am, like... The, he's one of, I, I think Pulisic, we should have gotten Pulisic instead of going for Sancho. Yeah. I think Pulisic was the one that got away, not Sancho. Um, because Pulisic, and you can talk about the injuries, he is just an out-and-out out real winger. He can mm-hmm. cross the ball, he can cut in. Yeah. The two things that you look out for for your wingers, he can do them, and he can do them well. Mm-hmm. Like, not do them in a haphazard kind of yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. When I see our own wingers playing, I'm just like... Well, they're not wingers. You just said... Yeah, exactly. They're not wingers, but yeah. our forwards playing wings. Yeah. I'm just like, you guys just don't... You know... Pulisic gets into the width, the wide space, mm-hmm. and he finds his fullbacks, he finds his strikers, yeah. he finds his midfielders. Like, he is just... And if you can't find anything, he has the magic to mm-hmm. create something. Yeah. He's such a good... Flashes, only reason, flashes of hazard. Yeah. He's one of the only reasons why I watch you guys, to be honest. Uh, you know, usually I would not watch Chelsea. I, now I watch Chelsea more because mm-hmm. of you watching them and because of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, Pulisic used to be the only main reason I used to watch Chelsea. Mm-hmm. If Pulisic wasn't playing, I'm not watching Chelsea. Yeah. I would just, unless it's like maybe a hard team you guys are playing against Wolves or something, mm-hmm. and I want to see how you guys perform. Yeah. But, um, you know, but anyway, speaking of Mount, Mount uh, is so integral to you guys' system. Mm-hmm. And when when they, they when Oro said, play him as a holding slash box-to-box mid, I was like, I've never thought about that. I've never thought of using mounts that way. I mean, he's the creative. Only, the only person I've... Creative, but if you put guys like that in the uh, in the holding area... You kind of take away you from You take the, away from the advanced play. Yeah. But then you now have Kai in his natural position. And then people <laughs> people will start making fun of Kai. Kai is taking a lot of heat right oh now. Oh, my God. He bro. is taking a lot. People are calling him a fraud. That's, why, a that's why they took him... I think that's why Lampard took him out the firing line. The same yeah. thing with Werner, too. Yeah. Right. And he should have. He yeah. should have done that a while ago. Actually, they're heavily. They're being heavily criticized right now. Mm-hmm. So I just think that for you guys, look. My own thing is, Lampard needs to adapt. Mm-hmm. Okay, and when I say adapt, he needs to give something. And it may be his offensive ideas. Mm-hmm. It may be his offensive strategies. Um, you know that I mean. 
we're not talking about the goal that was conceded against Villa because that goal I thought was a travesty. Yeah, because uh, Christensen was down. Christensen is an idiot. You know, he was diving. That was not a foul. That was not a foul. He was diving. And usually you would get a shout from your players mm-hmm. like, bro, like they're coming to score against us. Mm-hmm. He just laid on the ground. And then when they came up and they did a checkup, literally, it's like almost like a kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, you hurt your hand? Okay, let me just blow it for you. <sighs> oh, you hurt your leg? Let me kiss. It. Like, that's, you know, the weird stuff that he wanted. He mm-hmm. wanted somebody to... And then he, he ran the whole rest of the game. Yeah. If you were really injured, you wouldn't have been playing the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Why freaking stay down? Get up. Get up. Anyway, so we can talk about that piece because I thought that was the what caused you guys that, that, that thing. Yeah, because we could we could have won that. We could have won and won nothing. Mm-hmm. But I think Lampard needs to give a little bit. Like when you guys are on, you guys are on. Mm-hmm. Like you the wings are were almost unplayable. Hassan Odoi for the first twenty five to forty minutes. Unbelievable. Um like wings were just mm-hmm. wham, 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 like just oh. that's, what, that's what I love to see when we have those two conventional wingers. Yeah. But then it's just crazy then. When it gets rough, the going gets tough. You guys look like what in the heck? It's like you're not bad, but it's just like you guys can't get a hold of the ball, you mm-hmm. can't but still you the team is filled with a lot of technical players. A lot of good technical players, good one-touch passing, good movement. You, anytime I watch when you guys are playing, I'm just like, my God, the wing play is there, the passing is there, mm-hmm. the intelligent play is there, you know. But when you guys start conceding, then it's just like, what the hell's going on with you guys? Mm-hmm. Or when you guys lose, when another team brings it to you, like when Wolves are like. You guys think you guys can play ball? Mm-hmm. We're going to play ball too. Yeah. And then when that happens to you guys, fold under pressure. You guys are just like, "Whoa, mm-hmm. what is happening? We can't play anymore, mm-hmm. right?" So, as apart from that Christensen uh, mistake, cuz I think he was diving and, you know, which he little improved. Apart from that, I I thought you guys were doing okay, but mm-hmm. then when they started to take it onto you, I was like, "Uh-oh." You know, Grealish trying to look like I'm Grealish, mm-hmm. you know? Um and he does have that effect. He's yeah, that good. He does, yeah. Um, then I was just like, man, you know, this, you guys got to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And I think Lampard needs to learn when to, it's not working. My my beautiful, sexy football, the nice wing play Lampard ball. is not working. I need to stop whatever is happening right now, inject an extra defender, mm-hmm. an extra midfielder that is going to just tell him to sit in there and play dirty, yeah. you know, just mop up everything. Um, clear the ball if you have to. Don't try to bring it out from the back. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's where he needs to give a little bit, and he doesn't do that enough. And I've seen this happen with some other, like, managers yeah. where, bro, you need, to, you, need, you need to make the switch now. You need mm-hmm. to f- forget about your style or your philosophy, mm-hmm. and that's what the good managers do. Yeah. You know, Klopp, you see him, he may still play his football, but when he recognizes, like, it's time to shut up shop. Yeah. Milner, hey, come in. Yeah. Just... Be a, cover cover the back line, yeah, just run you know. Mm-hmm. Co- yeah, get get messy. Cover the back line. Mm-hmm. Boom. That's all that. Ha- that's what happens, right? Yeah. So that's, a, that's the thing, right? If you can adapt, then it'll be a d- more different situation. Yeah. But conceding that goal at like fifty something minute was just. Uh, yeah, it was still enough time for you guys to come it back. Was enough though. time. I mean, we, yeah. we we tried. We yeah. tried. Honestly, this was a much better performance than Arsenal. But the thing is, just we just didn't put it in the back of the net. Pulisic should have had like three, four goals. Yeah, if you're speaking honestly, but uh, I yeah. got time for shooting practice. So just as long as I'm saying this, he's gonna need 
at least at least one 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 more two more weeks to get back to himself. He's gonna start scoring goals. Well, the games are coming in quick, man. Yeah, thick and fast. You know, especially Christmas season. You have you're playing four games in the space of eight days. But we've never know? been so, consistent in December. And yeah, December is a rough time. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. I I all all in all, I I think um the Lampard conversation and the Lampard thing is a little bit premature, premature. right now. It's too early. Um, I find it funny. I I mean the stuff that you know Yana and the rest of them were saying on the group chat. I thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know even Paul, I was like, oh man. So these days now because Ahmad is in the group chat. I just I find a way and I just mute the, the notifications because yeah. I come back and I read like five hundred and sixteen hundred yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, six hundred <laughs> yeah. messages later. But I think Hamad is he's a smart guy. He's tricky, mm-hmm. but he's smart. You know what I mean? Like he's cunning. This guy will talk on the group chat as soon as he he strikes the conversation, mm-hmm. everybody will start replying. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, he'll yeah, get yeah, the conversation yeah, yeah, still yeah, keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. But what these guys are not understanding is I'm not watching the game anymore. Mm. I'm paying attention yeah, to what you're chat. saying. I know that's why. That's why I don't. I don't go on a group chat that much. I'm always like either watching the game, and then after the game, then I go on a group chat yeah. to talk stuff. But you know, the last, the last one uh, kind of ticked me off because Paul was just saying a lot of mad oh, shit, God. and I was like, okay, look, you know, you guys, everybody, everybody claims they're a coach, yeah. and they don't even have a kindergarten. License. You know, yeah. you don't. You guys don't even know how to coach kids. Yeah. And then you guys want to claim that you can coach. That was Yenna, Premier though. League team. No, was, it was more for Paul than yeah. anything. You know. And then Yenna, Yenna was a little bit on top because Yenna was like, "Well, I do have a license." I'm like, "Well, I know you have a license, but you know, the the bottom line is you're coaching kids. Mm-hmm. You're not coaching men. Yeah, yeah. You know, where confidence is a big thing for these guys. Mm-hmm. They're already better than you know, ninety five percent of. Uh, professional, I mean, not professional. They're better than ninety five percent of the people who play this sport. Yeah, you know. In fact, they're better than ninety nine percent of the people who play this sport. People who are in the elite level mm-hmm. are so elite. You have no idea the stuff they do. If these guys came and graced our presence, guys like Phil Jones yeah. will mess people up in freaking Calgary, Cal- Calgary yeah. football. <laughs> it's, it's the truth. Everybody thinks that they're high level mm-hmm. and they know how to do stuff until. You go, you go you there, go the big and I and I told them I'm like, yo, apply for a position, even apply for Accrington Stanley, mm-hmm. Nottingham Forest. Apply for those guys. Let's see if you can get even a video analyst role, yeah. scouting role. It's very difficult, very, possible, yeah. very, very difficult. So, um, you know, I, I just don't, I, I don't like, I, I will criticize somebody. We everybody's entitled to their opinion. But when it starts to get borderline on like insulting, like this guy doesn't know what he's doing, he's a useless manager, he is this. Have you, you have know, you coached PE, the, day in your P, life? the one thing people would like, for example, Oli, PE teacher, and I'm like, you guys have no, no clue. Idea, yeah. You have no it's clue. It's man. easy from here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I get where their frustration, I get Chelsea fans' frustration. I have those frustrations too with my coach because yeah. I, I really believe this United team should be. We should have been at least at 35 points. Yeah. If we had beat teams like Crystal Palace, Arsenal, mm-hmm. we didn't park. Why were we parking the bus against Arsenal and not committing anybody uh, in the offensive side of the game? Mm-hmm. But that's the way it is. But that, he, he understands those reasons why. Because me, as I say, if I go there and I start coaching them, mm-hmm. they may get relegated. Yeah. There's a difference because I'm going to go there and try to bring all my ideas in there and try to play expansive football. And the next minute, they're pumping in five goals behind me, mm-hmm. right? So. Versus a coach who recognizes, like, this is a derby game. This is a very intense game. I need to be a little bit more tight. Mm-hmm. Or this is a really crappy team. I need to be more aggressive. So, you know what I mean? So, um, 
the uh, the people need to understand that in like at high level, it is no longer about you and me. Mm-hmm. It's no longer about them. Like it is at a level that is far more that you can far more than you can even think of. Yeah. Right. And then plus the other piece too that people don't think about the additional pressure. You have you're managing twenty four players. You have to keep those twenty four players happy. happy. Yeah. You have to find a way to keep them happy. Mm-hmm. You have to also find a way to keep your 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 um, owner happy, mm-hmm. your director of football happy, your fans happy, mm-hmm. your you know staff around you happy. Like it is not as easy as it seems, and I think people forget that and they just want to criticize the manager, criticize the manager. Yeah. Like I mean, not 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 even like the cool. Criticizing is okay. They want to insult so the because they're like, you're not good enough. You're yeah. not this. It's like, maybe he may not be good enough mm-hmm. right now, but through time, they can figure it out, mm-hmm. learn stuff, and then all of a yeah. sudden, you know, so... But time is their worst enemy. It is. Yeah. You know, if you're if you are a club in Liverpool, you get time. Yeah. If you're Lampard in Chelsea, you may not get the time, right? And Lampard needs to recognize that. Mm-hmm. He needs to improve, but it doesn't... You know, you're a watcher. You're a guy sitting on your couch on your bed mm-hmm. watching uh, a game. You're not coaching. You're not mm-hmm. there out there. So criticize, but don't insult. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my own biggest thing. But yeah. I thought it was funny when I saw some other stuff. And I don't like going in the group chat that much. But when when I saw that, mm-hmm. I started laughing. And I just was like, you know. Did you I, see you and Paul was like, Vic, come and answer for yourself. I know. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't say anything back. I, I was watching the game with mommy upstairs. I was like, nah, yeah, bro. Nah, not today, uh, man. Uh, I'm good, yo. I'll nah. check it later, later on. They're like, yo, where's Vic? Yeah, I know. I saw that. I was laughing. <laughs> and, I, and, and because you were away, I was like, okay, I'm going to chime in now. Yeah, because yeah. I, I thought it was, I was just sort of laughing at all the stuff. He's like, he's like, yo, where's Vic? I see yeah. you liking comments, yeah. yo. Yeah, that was funny. But um, la- last thing I want to cover, uh, Pochettino now is at PSG. It, wait, oh, wait. going to PSG. Yeah, so I, I, I was having a conversation with Akinde. I was like, bro, is that confirmed? Exactly. We don't know yet. So what the hell? So there's still candidates now. He's negotiating. Okay. So they've already contacted him, mm-hmm. and I think they put out the contact to block other teams from like trying to get a hold of him and stuff. Mm. But... He's negotiating because honestly, bro, if I was going to PSG to coach that team, I'm negotiating the fuck out of that because those guys, they know how to get rid of managers. People oh, yeah. complain about United or Chelsea but, downing but tools. PSG is not that bad, are they? No, but the problem is they're third right now. Yeah, and uh, Tuchel has beef with Leonardo. Tuchel has beef everywhere. I know he, he did it with Dortmund. He, he's doing it with PSG. The next club he goes to, he probably, probably got beef. I don't see that's kind of why I like Tuchel because mm-hmm. personally, he, if he comes to, yeah. he doesn't take shit. He'll come to United and be like, "You guys are freaking idiots. Mm-hmm. You guys don't have a winger on your team." Yeah. He'll call it out as it is. Yeah. But that's the problem with Tuchel too, because he doesn't know how to play the game. When you're a manager, mm-hmm. you need to know how to, as I said, manage your players, yeah. make them all happy, mm-hmm. manage up yeah the owners because you need to find a way even if you're losing games not doing well to mm-hmm. make them happy yeah you shouldn't be criticizing them Tuku was doing all that right mm-hmm. and you also have to manage the fans this guy Tuku used to like because of how angry he was with how the the he wasn't getting players mm-hmm. it, i mean it's psg they should be able to win with the players that they've got destroy uh the league on but mm-hmm. somehow he's not doing it but he uh, was playing 
Marquinhos as a midfielder, who Marquinhos is a defender, mm-hmm. and Danilo as a defender, and Danilo is a midfielder. Yes, yeah, so, uh, but they need Marquinhos there because Thiago's gone. They need Marquinhos in the defense, mm-hmm. but he's playing gone, in the yeah. midfield. So, but he's doing it to spite them because he's like, you guys didn't give me the players that I wanted. So he's playing. He's oh, pulling. Really? He's, yeah, he's pulling the Mourinho. <laughs> Mourinho used to do that. You you take Herrera and put him in the center back yeah. or McTominay in the center back, and it's like. These boys can't play center back. What are you doing? Yeah. But anyway, um, so he's been doing that. So he's pissing off the fans. Mm-hmm. He plays it kind of like, eh, you know, they're, they're in PSG. They're making money. It's party all the time. Yeah. They're not that serious. And then Leonardo is telling him to shut up because he keeps complaining about not players. And then he's going to the media to talk shit, right? Yeah. And he says, I, I feel like I'm a politician uh, and a sports, mini- uh, uh, sport, sports minister. He's like, I'm a coach. I'm yeah. not a freaking politician right so something like that that's what he said on one of the podcasts or you know interviews <laughs> but you know Tuco um will have been played that political game but i think pochettino has seen from the outside what's happening mm-hmm. i think he's coming in and saying these are my demands you need to meet these mm-hmm. if not this is not happening and that is why it hasn't been officially confirmed they yeah. just said we're gonna hire um pochettino yeah. but they haven't said we have confirmed that he's put pen to paper. So mm-hmm. he's negotiating right now. And then there's other beef too because Neymar is doing some weird shit. Oh, yeah. Neymar right now is hosting, is going to be hosting a party in Brazil, like 500 party, 500 people party. Oh, Bro, there's coronavirus COVID. right now. Like this guy is going to... That's the new strain of COVID. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This guy's hosting a party in Brazil and... You have to deal with the stupid shit that Neymar is going to bring, mm-hmm. you know? So you have to handle his personality. Like, yeah, because then Neymar feels like he's bigger than the club. Mm-hmm. So Pochettino is not that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. He wants his team to come together, be serious. We have something. He always talks about the belief. We got to win the Premier League. And he's the, such a good manager. You know, man. He's a phenomenal manager. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he would have worked at United, even though I, it would have been nice to have him. I still... I don't think he would really have done it. But anyway, that's another he, thing. Uh, that's actually <clears throat> true because if he would have done it, he would have done it like a year or two ago. Wait, who? Manu. Because remember, Manu was in for him. And they, yeah, wanted, no. they wanted him to leave Tottenham to come there. Mm, no, no, they wanted him to leave. Uh, I think they were kind of they were inquiring. Yeah. And then Pochettino was kind of like... Kind of like everything did with uh, Marco Silva when he was in Watford. Yeah, yeah. Like, but they that, were, but that turned his head. But but Pochettino still was like, nah, you know, I, I'm mm-hmm. gonna stay. I have yeah. I have it right here, right? That's what I'm saying. But if he was with gonna the, join, he would have joined with, earlier. I think these are the players he has now. The, mm-hmm. Like the players, players Ole has, I think are ripe for a guy like Pochettino. But I think that Pochettino, as much as I read, I watched this thing. Pochettino had only twenty million to thirty million net spend, mm-hmm. and every other club outspent him. Mm-hmm. If you give him Manchester United money, I think he would do well. Mm-hmm. But I don't. But then Woodward is gonna be like, "Bro, I can't get you no more players, dog." Yeah, I, and then I, you start getting him the wrong players. Yeah, but but still, but still, those wrong players are better than nothing. What? Yeah, like Tottenham, we're not giving him shit, mm-hmm. right? Because Daniel Levy is a stingy prat, right? But then Daniel Levy spent like because Mourinho put him under pressure, yeah. <laughs> bro. If you, that's the thing, right? Mourinho before Mourinho signed, Mourinho was like, "You gotta, you gotta give me this. You yeah. gotta give me that. If not, I'm not signing for your club, mm-hmm. right?" And Levy was like, shit, I actually have to give him players, right? Some of those players were already players that came in with uh, under Pochettino, but then he added more, which was surprising. Mm-hmm. He was like, where did you find all this money now, right? And PSG 
Pochettino before going is like, I probably need this. I need this. What do you want from me? You want me to win Champions League? You gotta give me this. You gotta give me that. They're gonna tell him COVID. Mm-hmm. Ashela Akalafi has all the money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Tell me, give us. Name? I don't know. I think El Kalafi, <laughs> but I made up some extra shit. But anyway, like he would tell him, yeah. give me the cheese, mm-hmm. and I'll get you the stuff. Yeah. But it's tough, man. To think what would have happened with Pochettino and United, I don't know. Yeah. I really don't. I think the team would have been better coached, but. I don't know, man. I don't know who would have won anything. I don't know. I don't know. Only, but I, I, I just felt like he's tainted goods. Mm-hmm. I just, that's, that's the only feeling with Pochettino. He's tainted. After time, you know, yeah. after the sacking, we're getting so sudden too. We're apparently. getting, yeah, we're getting a lot. They le- showed it on all or nothing. <laughs> yeah, and it, they didn't even give him a lot of credit on all or nothing. It was kind of sad, they but just, they pulled up. Apparently, Dan Levy pulled up. He came up, came inside the room. He's like, I think you should leave. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Pochettino was talking to uh, Harry Kane and he told Harry Kane about, about what happened or either Harry Kane or Harry yeah. Kane or somebody but he was like he was like yeah this is what happened and he told them on the phone that's crazy like, he just came in and he said like, you need to leave yeah anyway but yeah dude I, I just I don't know what would have been with Pochettino I think um, I think United need to go for for coaches like Thomas Tuchel I like Thomas Tuchel, but even the firing... Where is he going to go? He'll find a club. He'll find a club. I think... uh, Will he go back to Dortmund? No, 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 no. no, no. Maybe he might. Maybe he might, actually. You may never know. Second spells. Yeah, Dortmund is looking like crap now. Oh, my God. We dodged. Like, I'm saying, we're going to get... Either we dodged a bullet with Sancho, or we're going to get Sancho on a discount now. Mm -hmm. Dortmund, we're dumb. You should have taken out 90 mil when we put it out there. Dumb. And I'm glad... And I hope they keep holding out, because... I hope Sancho just says, look, no, guys, I think I'm going to hand in a transfer request mm-hmm. just to really show them how disengaged he is with the whole um, system because yeah. he is not doing hot right now. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. Who, who, whoever, we have Ole, and hopefully Ole wins the league because if he wins the freaking league, he can Ole stay there for the rest. Real. He can stay there for the rest of the, the whole time. I don't give a <laughs> damn. I will eat my words in glory. Yeah. You know, I will talk the maddest shit. But then, you know, we champions, though. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't, look, if Ole wins it, I don't care, right? Mm-hmm. I want Ole to do well. I want him to succeed. Um, you know, but. Because if he succeeds, you guys succeed. We succeed, right? Yeah. But, like, I'll be honest. He showed me a lot that's like, and he keeps making those same mistakes. Mm-hmm. So far, lately, he hasn't been. But if he makes it again, you know. Anywho, I think that's mostly that, brother. I don't know if there's anything else. Mm. No, th- oh, there might be another stop, eh? They should stop it. I think they, they should. should. Yeah, I think they should. Yeah. yeah. Life without football is hella boring. I know, it's boring, but it should stop it. I it it would be better because if there's a spread, they would mm-hmm. be stopping it for longer. Yeah, a two week stop is better than like. I know some managers are calling for it now so they can give the players rest. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're just being the hectic. Yeah, issues. they're they're trying to take advantage of the situation. And say, oh, it's COVID, but yeah. I think they should stop it. And they Part- should they should also increase the five subs when they come back. Yeah, selfish me wants them to keep playing, but the reality is, if you keep playing, yeah. everybody's gonna catch COVID, and then you're gonna shut down the whole league for another mm-hmm. like six months, and yeah. it's gonna be dumb. <laughs> Anywho, um, that is that, guys. Uh, appreciate any of you guys for listening to us. Um, you know, we will love you guys if you can, uh, to like, if you can like it on any app, subscribe, if you can subscribe so you don't miss a show. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and uh, you know, share with your friends if you think we're good enough to be shared with your friends. Yes. Um, but apart from that, um, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Podcast CBF. And uh, to all, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys.